0: Hello, and welcome to The Bare Life with your host, Kalia of The Bare Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday, busy people how to simplify. Simplify. Hello, hello, and welcome to this cast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to entertain like a boss. So I love to entertain you guys. I don't, I want to get more into show, showcasing that, but you know, a lot of times when you're entertaining, it's like hard to snap pictures, so I'm trying to get better. Um, but I have with me today one of my really good friends, Vaughn James. He is a creative, he's a screenwriter, he is an entertainer extraordinaire, one of my favorite cooks. (laughs) Um, And we love, when we get together, we love to entertain for our friends, and we always make it really special. So I thought I would have him here just to talk a little about how to entertain like a boss, right? Take it to the next level. Take it
1: to the next level.
0: So again, you know, I love entertaining because I actually think it's like one of my gifts from God. Like it's mm. like it's a part of like my life's ministry. Yeah, is <laughs> <It's> to entertain <laughs> so much so like I'm on um I'm on a team at my church where I actually serve food to a bunch of people to, to a bunch of people. I'm acting like I don't know them <laughs> <laughs> to the people I serve food now <laughs> and. We get to make it cute and put it on trees and, like, do all these cool things. And it's, like, it's a part of who I am. Like, my sister came over yesterday, and she's like, oh, I'm feeling a bit hungry. So I, like, make her this, like, really special little salad real quick and, like, dress it up good. It was a spread. It was a spread. A spread. <laughs> we love spreads We're here. we all about
1: the spreads.
0: So, okay, tell me, Vaughn, why do you, like, entertaining and, like, how does it touch on your creativity, you know?
1: So entertaining, I think, for me, sort of stemmed from um, a bad habit I have of being a perfectionist. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah. I, if I'm being totally, totally honest. I think entertaining was a way for me to control the environment, control the situation, and make sure everything was flawless and perfect and okay. up to my standards, because I have very high standards at times.
0: <laughs> at times? At times.
1: <laughs> Just a smidge. <laughs> but then... A wonderful thing happened. Um, I think I sort of became enamored by it. You know, it became something that I really, really enjoyed doing. Yeah. And something I didn't mind having people help me with. It it became not much, became not so much of me trying to control the environment, but me trying to host um, an environment that people want to come to, that people want to be a part of, um, and that people really thoroughly enjoy themselves at or being, you know, being a part
0: of. I love that. I mean, I've definitely enjoyed when you've entertained, especially when we've traveled. Um, but I think, not but I think, but one of the ways that when you say that, I identify so much with it. Ah. You know, I, <laughs> I grew up in my, the way I got into entertaining was my parents were always having people over. Mm. Um, we were always kind of like the go to house. And so, literally, I was forced into becoming a little hostess. So, every time we had people over, literally, my mom would make us clean the house from top to bottom, right? Because that's, like, to me, that's the blank canvas of an entertaining experience. Exactly. Make sure y'all got a clean house, y'all. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Just clean your house,
1: okay? Make sure you dust.
0: Too. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> so we would clean, we'd mop, we'd do all that. Okay, that was the basis, right? And then, you know, my mom loved putting out little spreads. She would always make, like, a little dip and some fruit and some just some really simple little things put into a nice dish so that when people came, they were not hungry for, you know, they, they had something. And then on top of that, my dad, shout out to Mr. Ron, he had the music. And so he would put on, like, Sade or, like, Natalie Cole. So when you walk in, you came into a clean house. You had a nice spread, and you had this good music. And, of course, my family's super cheery, and they're like, hey, welcome. We love you. And so automatically it was just, like, entertainment on fleek. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and so i used to honestly guys i used to dread that whole experience because my mom became like another person and she was like playing like cracking the whip (laughs) but you know what after doing it so many times as an adult i am the exact same way
1: Mm.
0: you know did you have like what was your experience like with entertaining when you grew up
1: well yeah we have a pretty big family and um we were typically the go-to house as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I had to pull my weight. I didn't <laughs> have to do the cleaning. I mean, when I was young, I wasn't doing the cooking, mm-hmm. but I was doing the cleaning. I was setting the table. Um, so these these keystone moments, or these keystone sort of behaviors uh, that led to just being able to do it, you know, knowing sort of what to look for, knowing what to do. So yeah, I think growing up with a big family, with big holidays and big events, mm-hmm. uh, definitely played a role in, uh, you know, just the, the natural sort of way I entertain.
0: And I think one thing that people <laughs> often forget when they're entertaining is they want to present, they want to present, uh, they want to present or show off themselves, you know, like we just want like, here, welcome to my house. And I made this all blah, 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 you know, yeah. and a lot of times actually what makes entertaining truly special is if you anticipate the needs of the guests that are coming it's
1: not about you
0: (laughs) see he just he just said it bluntly I was trying to go around the bush but it, it, it isn't good entertaining isn't about the us it's not about the host it's about the guests and so A lot of times what I will do is make sure that I'm really in tune with the people that are coming. You know, I'll ask them a few questions about the types of food that they like. I will make sure that if they are coming from a long distance that, you know, I have things for maybe they want to refresh themselves in the bathroom or, you know, I'll have towels out and I have little like toiletries out. Um, If they've had a long day at work, I'll have a glass of wine out for them. Um... I just try to do very specific touches for them in anticipation of the things that you know they would have gone through to get to my house you know
1: that's a really good um it's just a really good way to be you yeah. know I think it takes it takes a person who is selfless and who just you know you you're you're interested in the going the goings on of other people you know what I mean you're sort of interested in um and how they're doing, and you make an effort to um, engage them as such. You know what I mean. So, like you said, doing something special, like figuring out where this is coming from, the day, the kind of day they had, uh, even down to what their favorite kind of music is. You know, you mm-hmm. want to include them on the playlist.
0: Yeah. You know what I
1: mean. Everyone has something that they like, and so getting knowing, knowing your guests, you know, is, is is a really good way to sort of make the make the day, make the event uh,
0: special for everyone. I love that. And so we're going to get into some of these amazing tips that we have. I'm saying amazing. We don't know if they're amazing, but they just work for us. They work for us. (laughs) (laughs) Just some tips that you can do to make your entertaining experience way more special and just awesome for the people that you're hosting. And so the first tip that we have is to plan your menu in advance. I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie he is a foodie like we will literally like text each other pictures of our food and be like drooling right oh yeah we always go in on the menu but planning your menu in advance let me tell you guys i do not like to go to the grocery store unprepared right
1: she does not she has a list <laughs> and she's checking things off <laughs>
0: No, but I'm telling you guys, like planning, planning your menu is such a big, like, it takes the pressure off, especially because if you're entertaining a lot of people, you want to make sure that you get all of the ingredients. And so yeah, try planning it in advance makes it so much easier because you can get one, you can get prepared items, especially if you're making food for a bunch of people. There are some items you can get catered. You don't have to cook everything. And honestly, there's some items you can get delivered. Amazon Fresh is amazing. Yeah. It will show up at your doorstep. And that's like, I just listed three things that you cut out of your schedule of things that you had to do. Yeah.
1: Being prepared is a time saver and yeah. a stress reliever. You will thank yourself <laughs> and your guests will thank you because you're not running around like a chicken with its head cut off last minute or calling people saying, hey, on your way over, can you buy me this? That's the worst thing for a host to do is to ask guests to go to the store and get them some seasoning because they forgot it uh, when they went shopping yesterday. You don't do that.
0: I'm over here like shaking, guys. I'm <laughs> laughing so hard because I don't want to like hackle in the mic, but it's so true. You know, like that's, it. that's, Vaughn, you've touched on such an important idea. Like, again, you don't want to burden your guests. So if you're... You're being selfless, and you're anticipating their needs. Then one thing you're you don't want to add to that. That's like the reverse of (laughs) anticipating their needs, right? Uh, But yeah, planning a menu is key. The next tip that we have is to spruce up pre-made items and cut them to look fancy. As I say, this with my pinky up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all want to be fancy and impress your guests, so just you know, take the extra step go the extra distance, go the extra mile, to uh, arrange your, your items in a way that's aesthetically pleasing. If you don't know how to do this, there's Pinterest, there's Google, there's Instagram, there's countless ways, you know, to, to be able to um, look at something and replicate it now. And know? if
0: you can, if you're challenged, like sometimes I can be, like, I get stuck in my ways, and I'm, like, not nearly as good as placing food on a plate as you are, Vaughn. <laughs> Vaughn is, like, so good. Get, like, a fancy plate, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, yeah. an easy way. <laughs> like, if you're just gonna dump the tuna can onto the plate, at least it's a fancy one, right?
1: And dump it on a bed of, like, mixed greens or something, you I know? love that. Some rocket.
0: I love... No, but honestly... That is one way that I have, like I entertain almost every week. I have dinner parties all the time. And what I do is, especially since I work full time, I will get, I will get like hummus already made from the store, tabbouleh already made from the store. You know, they have different seafood salads and fruit salads. And I know in my anticipation of all the things that I have to do, if I just put that on a nice plate with some garnishes, like you said, a bed of greens, put a little spices, you know, maybe cut a lemon slice and twist it and garnish it on the side. That just turns it up and people are more interested in eating it than, you know, if you just put the carton out there and just said, "Hey, get this," you know? It's all about
1: the details.
0: It really is, and those are all the things that make your hosting, you know, more pleasurable. Um also, I love, like, I just had a few ideas for sprucing up uh, pre-made items because this is probably one of my biggest go-to things that I do to entertain, like, a boss, especially if you're, like, working 40 hours a week and just don't have any time, but I definitely spruce up the pre-made hummus. Do you like the pre-made hummus?
1: I, I love pre-made hummus. Okay. Um, I think it's great. I mean, I prefer to make my own on, like, Ina garden. <laughs> but you know, Mon is comments.
0: bad and bougie. You know, no.
1: <laughs> if you can't, you know, go to the to the tree and 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 pick the the beans, the garbanzo beans <laughs> off the leaves yourselves. Store bought is fine. Store
0: bought is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, another idea. I sometimes do is slicing up frozen pizza and yeah. putting your own spices on it, putting a couple different top toppings. And if you slice it up really thin, that's a really good appetizer. Maybe before your main, your main course is done, yeah. you can slice it up really nice and cute for your guests. Um, and I just, you know, just again, making sure that you do little things to the pre-made items takes it afar. Like I've one time I brought like several deli sandwich wraps, yeah. And I just sliced them really thin. They look like little pinwheels. And I put, like, cute toothpicks through them. Yeah, it's perfect. And laid it right down, and everyone thought it was, like, genius, you know?
1: And don't be afraid to mix and match, because mix and matching is going to give you texture. And texture equates to aesthetic interest. And in, and in, in its, it's visual, and it draws people in. So don't be afraid to, like, mix those. Mix the hummus. You know, like, mm-hmm. set some hummus down. Put some veggies down have some meats down there, have some olives down there, like just kind of have everything like a, a big party, you know, together, you know, a party on a plate. And that way people can pick and choose what they want. You know, mm. it's all about the spread, like we said earlier.
0: We love spreads. For those of you who don't know what a spread is, it's just a smorgasbord of food laid out for your...
1: Enjoyment. Enjoyment,
0: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so the next tip that we have is to keep it simple. And I will say recently I did this. I had um I had a dinner party and I literally just made some like sauteed salmon and some greens and I did like a cucumber salad. It was so simple and I was like, you know what maybe they won't like it and they loved it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I know you love to keep it simple, Juan. Huh?
1: Yeah, I love to keep it simple. Simple flavors, I think, goes a long way. Yeah. Um, I think people can relate to simple flavors. People mm-hmm. um, don't want people. People aren't as adventurous as they like to think they are. I've had dinner parties where I went over the top and made all these exotic dishes, and no one really touched the exotic dishes. Everyone sort of gravitated toward what they knew. Um, so yeah, keeping it simple. I mean, unless you're all foodies, simple is key.
0: Only foodies listen to this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no and keeping it simple is going to help you with time, so you'll have time to yeah. decorate and clean and make the playlist and do all that stuff. Um, another tip that I have is to make infused water or have a signature drink with berries or something. Something very easy. Again, all of these tips are meant to make your life easier. So, what I like to do, I love the IKEA like what those? It? the long water pouring, just like the craft, what is it, I forget the name of it. Um, yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, it has a fancy name to it. The carafe. Carafe. See, I was going to say craft, guys, but I was <laughs> like, I know Vaughn knows how to say it properly. Oh, yeah. But I will literally just take sliced lemons, basil, sliced cucumbers, whatever, and I'll pour water, I'll put them in there and put water on top of it, and it looks like the most amazing thing you
1: know
0: yeah Uh, do you have you ever done like a signature drink or
1: I have um, for Christmas one year I did the uh, what are they called Um, Cosmos Cosmopolitan Mm. I mean that's an alcoholic beverage but um you know if we're talking non-alcoholic I have done infused water with berries uh, and mint Mm. so I think that's you know something that's really nice for summer Um, it's refreshing, uh, it's just something that's gonna impress people because you want the extra mile not just to serve them tap water, Mm -hmm. but to spice it up with some actual flavor.
0: Oh, I love that. You know what one thing I did do that was really fun? I took, I had clear mugs, I took sliced strawberries and put them at the bottom, and then I made, uh, strawberry jello, and then I put it with some whipped cream on top and you could see all the layers of it and so that was like a perfect little dessert I know we're getting off track but (laughs) we're foodies we are foodies and
1: we're
0: entertainers oh my god and I'm like licking my lips right now salivating salivating with that (laughs) but you know what guys that was something so easy like that was something I could make really quick and set it and forget it you know so you want to tend to like go for dishes like that like if you make baked meatballs or do baked dishes you know things that you can just pop in and leave and then you know go do what you have to do you don't want to be standing over a stove all day or just be in such a frenzy that when your guests come you're not able to enjoy it
1: and then getting back to the signature drink for a second uh, let's just say you want to have a wine night um or you want to just serve wine with everything buy like five or six of the same bottles of wine don't call yourself buying one red, one white, one blush, one champagne, because it's not—it's just not going to work. I mean, I know, granted, people like different things, but if you keep it consistent, keep it simple, have that one brand or that one flavor of wine as your signature uh, drink for the night, it'll be much easier on the pocket, and it's also easier to present. You can pour all of it in a carafe and forget about it. People can pour at their leisure.
0: I love it. So the next tip that we have is to set it and forget it we just touched on that and so you know again pick a dish that's easy you can do roast chicken or roasted vegetables there's so many dishes like i tend to lean towards baking a dish because i just need my time i need to be able to just put it in and go do my makeup or something yeah
1: i think that's such a time saver it's such mm-hmm. a you know it's, it's something that you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about if it's going to get if you're going to leave it in too long or if it's going to overcook or you know you're gonna you gotta stand over it and stir Mm -hmm. that's something that you don't have time for
0: exactly make sure that if you do do this though there's a timer on your phone (laughs) so that you you don't burn it you don't burn it (laughs) so the next tip that um, that I love this tip because this is so me I have so much stuff but (laughs) I said always keep an assortment of beautiful napkins table candles unique dinnerware um, I love this idea because, again, it goes a, a long way. It goes a long way. If you're just dressing up, you know, like a simple hummus or a dip, if you have some cool, you know, plates. And I love great – I love uh, napkins, like real fabric napkins and tablecloths, all that yeah. stuff. It's not even expensive.
1: You can find it cheap. You don't have to spend full price on stuff. You know what I mean? If you're – you know, you can go to Home Goods. You can go mm-hmm. to
0: T.J. Maxx. T.J.
1: Maxx. I mean, if you're a little bit bougie, you might want to go to Crate and Barrel or Pottery Barn. But go to those places at the end of season when all of the stuff gets slashed down half price, mm-hmm. and then you can buy a bunch of it. You know, you don't have to stop at buying four napkins if that's all you can afford. You can buy them all because they're so cheap.
0: I love that. And a lot of the things that I I've gotten lately have actually been from garage sales or estate sales. Um, they are amazing, and they're so good because you get things that are you know relatively next to nothing and it's so unique you're not going to find it in the store and you know it just makes guests feel extra special so our next tip which is my favorite is to make a playlist on Spotify is what I use or Pandora or whatever you decide to use but make a playlist like set the mood
1: set the mood I think <laughs> I you learned that from your dad didn't you
0: I did. Yeah. He was. He was always with the Sade a CD. Setter. One on one point nine. <laughs> Remember oh, <yeah>. that station. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I love your music though,
1: Vaughn. Like uh, you always, you always pick a great playlist. I love a good. I love a good song.
0: <laughs> but like, okay, just to to go off for a minute on this topic, like, how do you pick these songs to go with? Like, what do you, what are you thinking about when you put together your playlist? I'm
1: thinking about the evening. Okay. you know as people come in uh, what do they want to hear you know what the mood is you know most of the time it's chatter you know or or sometimes if it's the first person that you come in and they're early they just you know and they're sort of by themselves and you're off doing your thing you know you want something calming something soothing but you know something inviting for them um but as the night progresses you want it to you know you want the music to progress with the night basically so you start off start off slow and sort of build to a crescendo as they say uh, and then you sort of ease the night out with slower music. So you you know you start 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 slow, build up to up tempo and then you go back down tempo to get everyone out.
0: I love that. That was so <laughs> nice and specific. Like we have a plan for music we now. Have a plan. I love that. I love that. So our next tip is never make your guests feel anxious or hurried. I think that is a big one that that goes into, again, Maybe not asking guests to bring items to the party um, if you can avoid it and you never want someone to feel hurried I think making sure that you have enough space and you you make that person feel very important or people make them make them feel important and that you are really setting aside this time to cherish them
1: yeah it's important and I think one one tip I have. Um... It's just to make sure you're you start early enough that when your guests come, you're not running around the house, running around the apartment, um, doing last minute things because you look crazy.
0: <laughs> you
1: look anxious, you look hurried.
0: I've been there.
1: And that I've been there too. We've all been there. <laughs> you know? Uh, Christmas dinner you 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 said you decide this year you're gonna cook the whole meal mm. and people come in and you're just putting the uh, the yams in the oven or you're yeah. just roasting the vegetables or you know yeah. you're just taking the turkey out no the turkey should be out at least two hours before guests. my come.
0: mom started making mac and cheese one time when we were ready to eat dinner <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah,
1: it sets the tone and yeah I think how you feel in that moment if you feel rushed and anxious and, and worried and hurried your guests are gonna feel anxious and rushed rushed and and worried and hurried so you got to set the tone you have to set the mood and if when, the, if when your guests come in you're smooth criminal your guests are gonna love it and they're gonna have a good time
0: yeah no that is that that's a game-changer guys I love that tip you know just make sure you allot lot your time plan ahead okay so just to recap the tips that we have Um, make sure that you plan in advance, plan your menu in advance, spruce up pre-made items and cut them to look fancy. Keep it simple, fresh fruit, easy meals, you know, a little bit goes a long way. Uh, create infused water or signature drinks or like Bonnet mentioned, you know, one, one signature drink, one wine, not going too crazy on too many labels or too many types. Um, plan a main course that you can set it and forget it. Always keep an assortment of beautiful napkins, table candles, and unique dinnerware. Make a playlist in advance and never make your guests feel anxious or hurried. And Vaughn's last tip, which was to plan enough time so that you will not be anxious and hurried. You know, at least I'd love to also, if I'm having a, a an event with, um you know, a little wine, I like to have a little glass of wine before the guests come. Oh, yeah. And just calm down and like, Just have a moment to me.
1: You need that moment.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, I hope that all of these tips help you guys entertain like a boss. If you do use any of these tips, make sure that you hashtag paparazzi. I would love to see what you guys are doing with with your entertaining because I'm not perfect. I need help, right? We need some help. We need
1: some help. Help us.
0: Help us. Entertain. We we're just novices. We're the blind leading the blind. (laughs) But it's still fabulous though, right? It's still
1: fabulous. Oh and one tip, fresh flowers.
0: Oh, I love that. I just go outside and pick some branches. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You're in nature, so you can do that.
0: (laughs) No, fresh flowers is a great tip. Well, thank you so much, Vaughn, for giving us your tips for entertaining. Thank you. We really appreciate it. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday, busy people how to simplify.